same unappreciative crowd full of scumbags from last night. This is Scumbags Wrestling Podcast, coming to you from London, Ontario, Canada. My name's Sean, and I'm your host. Sit back and enjoy the latest news and views from the Ontario Wrestling Independent Scene and the WWE. In this episode, we'll discuss the superstar shakeup that happened on Raw and SmackDown this past week, the upcoming card for the greatest Royal Rumble ever, and our upcoming events here in Ontario namely Smash Wrestling, on April 29th. You can find us on Twitter at Scumbags Canada, on Facebook through Scumbags of Wrestling, and out on the internet you can find us at scumbags.ca. At our website you can check out the Scumbags of the Month, the Match of the Week, and vote on our Fantasy Warfare Plus, take part in the predictions for each pay-per-view coming up and special event. We'll be right back with our guest uh, commentators and the roundtable to discuss all the news from the Ontario wrestling scene and the WWE. Just sit back and enjoy. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Chris. Okay, that's like the third time I tried it, and it finally worked. And... with uh, you guys since you two are in for sure this is the scumbags wrestling podcast our premiere episode we're uh got myself sean and nathan and jonesy doing well how are you i'm I'm doing good i'm eating um blueberry checks oh fun they are absolutely delicious they're gluten-free they are, um, I think, trans fat free, and I went, "What? Like, how can that be good?" And it is. Can you find us a sponsorship through them? Since we're now plugging um, them, sure, why not? I'm sure they'd be more than happy. <laughs> of course. So yeah, I thought we'd uh, just start off this uh, first episode with talking about the past goings on. With uh, the Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, it's essentially the start of a new year with the Superstar Shakeup. And so, going over to Raw was Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers, the Riot Squad, consisting of Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Zack Ryder, Rizango, Natalia, Mojo Riley, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Mike Kanellis and eventually Maria, I would assume. 
The Ascension, Bobby Roode, and Chad Gable. Going to uh, SmackDown was The Miz, Jeff Hardy, Absolution, which is Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, Samoa Joe, Sanity is coming up from NXT, Big Cass, Asuka, The Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson, The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus, R-Truth, Andreas uh, Cien Elmas coming up from NXT along with his manager, Zelina. So I guess the uh, big questions coming out of that night were who won the uh, draft? Well, yeah, that, I think, um, you know, it's pretty obvious. It seems that Raw is getting a lot of mid-carders, you know, that's, uh, and it, you know, maybe for development, maybe for just, just shake it up. Uh, it would seem to me that, um, I mean, I don't know, I, you know, SmackDown to me has always sort of put out a better product, uh, partly because of the two-hour uh, time slot, so they seem to just, uh, it's more sort of focus on, on, on you know, just story-driven and wrestling, so uh, it'll be hard to tell once we see it. I think both is pretty even, uh, but I do like... Uh, what SmackDown, you know, the names in SmackDown, personally, going over there. Jonesy? Uh, me? Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't care. I don't care about these trades <laughs> in, in, in wrestling. Come on. Trades? Yikes. I've never liked the trade hold thing and all that. You know what? If one jumps to the other, fine. If the other... Loses a match and is sent there, no problem. But when it comes draft time, come on, come on! Like, oh, oh it's so, well, we don't it's know. so, it's just not wrestling to me. That's not, that's not even a good wrestling storyline. It's, it's, it's trying to be something you're not. You're not a real legitimate sport. So stop trying to pretend you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the opportunity for fans to look forward to the dream matches where when the shows have gotten stale over the last year, seeing the same thing over and over again, this is the chance, as they called it, instead of a draft to be an actual shakeup, and you get to switch up the roster a bit and start new. It's sort of, as they kind of predict and say, it's the new season of WWE. They don't wait until... Yeah. The fall and season, like the become, original TV. That's where it's become more of a, a TV show and not a wrestling event. Um, and hey, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say it, and I say it almost every week. The wrestling is fantastic. The rest of it, <clears throat> I don't care who hates who. Really, with the, the, with the, the talent that they have now, except for on television, when you go to a live event, I don't give a shit about a backstory. I really don't. I don't. I don't. Go out there and wrestle. Do what you, do what originally brought you there, which was your wrestling and verbal talent, not oh, I got traded, yay. They should split them up even more so then there's like there's just nothing but factions and teams. I think I think that uh, all of the wrestlers probably agree. Uh, with you on that one, you know, let the wrestling do the talking, and but they're not even allowed to say wrestling, you know, 
they're not allowed to call themselves wrestlers. They have to call themselves superstars. Mm. You know, but I bet, I mean, yeah, I'm sure most of them just want to get in the ring and do what they feel they were born to do, you know, regardless of storyline or uh, superstar shakeup, you know. I don't know, whatever happened to the simple storyline, like, you know, someone losing their Indian feathers, you know, come on. So who do you think should have uh, moved that didn't move that might have uh, benefited from a trade? I'm noticing that, uh, like, I think what they should, you know, or, well, I, I guess what they, with some of the unchanged, but there really should be uh, sort of a, like what John Cena is, a free agent, some some group of wrestlers that can kind of, drift back and forth just to continue to shake things up a bit, you know? Uh, so, I, I mean, uh, the names that didn't change, you know, John Cena, Randy Orton, uh, Brock Lesnar, you know, Roman Reigns. Um, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really matter, I guess. the, the It's not going to... Uh, really change the content you know i i think the names that stayed the same is it's just uh they'll be doing more interesting things maybe with some of the shake-up in the talent you know yeah i i think i'd like to have seen uh maybe finn balor go over to the other side and randy orton train and we have gord joining us hey how's it going good evening gord Doing well. Uh, so, yeah, we have Nathan and uh, Chris right Jonesy with us. We're just talking about the Superstar Shakeup and, you know, what did you enjoy from it? Uh, who are you most interested in uh, looking forward to seeing move? And uh, who do you think should have moved oh, that boy. didn't? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I was expecting to see Finn Balor go over as well, and I didn't and it didn't happen i thought he would for sure go and i didn't what i didn't like from it was a lot of the guys that went switched from uh like without being on tv you know on on, online or whatever they tell you or announce it on whatever they announce it on i feel like what's that going to do for any of them you know what i mean like the ascension going over but it was announced online you know yeah so i sort of already pigeonholed them as being the very low mid card not yeah, like that, to me, that leads up to like if somebody's gonna go and get like uh, when they when they have their little firings or whatever, letting people go in the next little while. Those are the guys that are obviously gonna be the first ones I think of. Are the ones that are gonna be not even good enough to be on TV getting on the draft. You know, what I mean, they're just next day over overnight or whatever. Do much for those guys. But, and uh, yeah, I would have liked to seen Randy Orton have one more run on rocks. I feel like he's kind of one of those guys that's transitioning into like just helping out the talent now. He's not, you know, that's what I feel like. So one more end on raw for him. Yeah. I think he needs a change of scenery. Um, so I guess the next question is uh, for everybody uh, is uh, who do you see as a breakout star that moved that will be sort of like your Jinder Mahal, who was a jobber on Raw and moved over to SmackDown and became world champion. Maybe not to that extreme, but who's going to see a big boost? Hmm. I don't think... Oh, go ahead. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 that's the thing, man. Like, they just don't, the people who should be getting boosts don't usually. So, I mean, I I really don't know. I, there's, I think Baron, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested in Baron Corbin, but, uh, you know, like, just, uh, I think they need to work on his look a little bit more, but uh, he's somebody that has the big brooding sort of presence, kind of like a big guy that Vince McMahon seems to really like. I hope that Tyler Breeze can do more. I hope that uh, um, I, I hope to see, I'd love, I mean, I'd like to see Jinder Mahal grow a bit more in his character. I think he's a great deal uh, champion and I hope that uh keeps kind of being the the champion or like the rival that gets under people's skin because he's he's been doing some really good promos lately with uh at least leading up to wrestlemania with uh randy and uh and uh bobby Roode. so uh and then on the other side i'd like to see uh uh the miz of course i'm a huge miz fan so whatever they do with the miz would be great I think uh, Baron Corbin has all the potential in the world to have a big push on Raw and keep going. I think also Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler thing. Drew McIntyre might be, you know, I don't know how long that's going to last for, but he's obviously going to be a big player. I think they want him to anyways. And on the other side, I think the biggest one of all of them, I don't necessarily like it, but the biggest one of all of them is Big Cass. That's a guy that essentially was injured, but he did jump from Raw to SmackDown. So he's going to SmackDown, and he's going to have it. He's going right into the top feuds with Daniel Bryan, and you know what? When I, I think he's going to be a huge. He's going to have a big push, so to speak. And then obviously, Oscar's just going to continue on her skyrocketing career. And that's it. Jones. Oh, I just I think uh, um, I think it's just great. I'm going to skip this question. <laughs> okay. No problem. I, my, for myself, with the switches, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, what's going to happen with Mike Kanellis, if uh, he's all cleaned up and if he's going to uh, be able to insert himself. Maybe he hooks up with Dolph and Drew. And the same thing with uh, Bobby Roode. I think he needs a uh, good switch to being a heel instead of getting trying to get over as a face because – and minus the song. He's better as a dick. So I'm hoping, exactly. I'm hoping for big things out of them uh, with the switch. And over on uh, SmackDown, yeah, I can't agree with you with the big cast thing. He just really has never gotten for me. But I do like the switch for Joe, where we could eventually see some uh, matches with AJ, Daniel Bryan, and Nakamura, just for starters. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, my other thing with that trade is the fact that Miz, as I had hoped before, is going over to uh, SmackDown and is going to be on the same brand as Dana Bryan. And we can pick up where the Talking Smack uh, segment uh, started skyrocketing Miz back into viewership, should I say. Um, But should they immediately go into battle against each other? Or do you find a way to slow burn it and uh, get the payoff at SummerSlam? Uh, I think it should be a big, big time thing like SummerSlam as well. It shouldn't just happen at the next pay per view. 
I think they're going to do that with uh, having uh, Cass and uh, Daniel go against each other. But who would then you put Miz against just to distract him from going well, Maybe nobody Daniel. right now. Maybe he comes back next week and just does like a Miz TV segment or something and doesn't really do anything. He's only there for a bit. But then he's off again for a week or so because I think – I still think he's, he's at home right now with his family. And like I said that last time we talked – He's kind of have some time off with his family for a bit. So maybe he just comes back and does an appearance. And he's, he's a SmackDown guy, but Cass is in there with Daniel Bryan for a bit. And Miz just takes another week or two off before, you know, because they're all doing all, he'll be at the greatest Royal Rumble, I, I believe. But I mean, yeah, I, think I so. mean, other than that, I think he'll just be slow, slow returning, I suppose you could say, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll probably build up uh, like, uh, you know, they'll probably begin laying the seeds and building up the wall. Obviously it's already been laid with that epic promo he did a few years ago with Daniel Bryan, but uh, certainly there'll be, uh, you know, they'll build that up for WrestleMania. So I wouldn't be surprised maybe over the next year, we'll get a few, uh, you know, uh, teasers, maybe a SummerSlam or a, or uh, something like that with uh, the two of them facing off. But uh, like, so you want to hold it off till Mania and not uh, do the blow off in the Barclays well, and they at might SummerSlam, do that, you know? But uh, I mean, they, just like what uh, they did with Brock and Undertaker, you know, with the sort of the three uh, three main uh, main event matches over the course of uh, of the year, you know, uh, that was really fun to watch. Um, but uh, they don't have, like, the, th- the great thing about The Miz is that, you know, just like what they did with Shawn Michaels when, you know, he was injured, is just have him come out uh, every now and again and back Diesel when they were pushing Diesel. The Miz doesn't even have to do anything. Mm-hmm. He's still a huge hit. He's so over and so entertaining and talented that, uh, you know, he doesn't need to have a feud right now because everybody friggin' hates him or loves him. So it's, it's perfect for him. Yep. So you'd like to see him as like a verbal antagonist and then uh, play the sort of the uh, chicken shit uh, competitor backing out of any challenges well, and, you know, until he's forced gonna to definitely do it. Uh, play into the, uh, you know, he's a coward. You know what I mean? Like uh, sort of use the promo that him and him and Daniel Bryan uh, put out there um, to, uh, to kind of do that, but which they've already been doing anyway. I mean, Miz is just, yeah, he's a bit of a dirty champion, right? He's a heel champion. He plays that so well. So it's going to be, uh, you know, he, and plus he's by himself, right? He doesn't have the Miz garage with him. So, and that's all. Uh, and I agree with what you're saying. And I think also like to keep that, to keep him right in there with all this, to keep him so that it does happen at SummerSlam or anything. All he's got to do is do a few little Miz TV segments with guys like say big Cass or Daniel Bryan, maybe not Daniel, but maybe as his guest and it kind of keeps him right in the fold of it all. You know, every time he has a host, a little Miz TV segment or whatnot, and he's, you know, pumping up big cast for the you know next match of the pay-per-view or whatever and then just kind of keeps him right in so then all they gotta do is do one little thing on one episode of Miz TV sometime to just turn it from Miz to Daniel Bryan you know instead of big cast or whoever the guy is at that time they could do a a Miz uh, Shane McMahon feud that eventually spools into a a Wrestlemania match with with Daniel Bryan you know even though I guess maybe both of them aren't uh, 
whatever commissioners or maybe Shane McMahon still is. I don't know what the story is right now, but I mean, there's a lot they could do with the Miz that that would lead to a Miz uh, Daniel Bryan match. But, and with the way Miz, the way with the way Miz is right now, the way he said he's so either loved or hated that it won't take much to do whatever you're going to do with Miz to get him into that direction. Oh yeah, he's the only wrestler. He's the only sure. wrestler right now in the WWE that, uh, in my opinion, that doesn't have to wrestle each like when he's on TV to be fun to watch. You know, almost all the other wrestlers, you know. It, in my opinion, they do better work in the ring than they do on the microphone. Not not all of that is their fault. They're so uh, they got to stay to script so much. But you know, I think uh, the Miz is one of those rare performers who is just good all around. You know. Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, so that's our first segment. I think we need to disconnect and then restart up. I'm not sure how this all works. As I said, we're doing our test run right now. So I think I'm going to send it again and we'll uh, return with talk about smash wrestling this Sunday at the music hall. All right. Okay, guys. All right. Ciao. Hey scumbags, just because we call ourselves that doesn't mean we are. We enjoy giving back to the community and we want you to encourage you to do so too. We've hooked up with Cody Diener and his Gearer for Charity. Last month we helped uh, raise $125 for the Retirement Home in Exeter, and this month we're raising funds along with Cody for the Rumball Camp for the Deaf. $10 from every Scumbags of Wrestling t-shirt sold through me directly will go uh, to Cody and his uh, campaign. You can also buy a signed character 8x10 photo of Cody Diener with 100% of the proceeds going to Rumball Camp for the Deaf. So once again, if you buy a Scumbags Wrestling t-shirt for $25, I'm donating $10 of the proceeds to Cody's Giver for Charity program, and you could also buy a 8x10 character of Cody Diener. All proceeds for the month of April are going to the Rumball Camp for the Deaf. Let's help kids enjoy this summer. Hello, Nathan. Oh, hi there, Sean. How are you? And Chris and Gord, we're back with uh, our next segment. We're talking about Smash Wrestling. It's coming to the London Music Hall on April 29th. That's this Sunday. And they're bringing uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy to us. 
We they have a uh, six man elimination match with the winner uh, going to the main event. It includes Brent Banks, Greed, Tyler Turva, uh, Andrews, Kevin Bennett, and Kevin Blackwood. Who do you guys uh, see coming out of that? Ah, well, then I'll start. Um, yep, Jonesy, go for it. Well, I think it'll be, it's going to be, I think, a good event. Um, as far as, uh, I, you know what? I'm trying to get my thoughts here. The, the, the new guy, at least to us Londoners, we don't even, I haven't even seen this Beastmaster or whoever it is. Um, well, that's the main event. We're yeah. uh, the six-man elimination match. And the winner of that match goes to uh, face Braxton Sutter and uh, uh, Frank. So their choices, once again, are Brent Banks, John Greed, Tyler Turva, uh, Andrews, Kevin Bennett, and uh, Blackwood. I think it's between Bennett and Banks. So... Uh, I hope it's not Bennett. I hope it's Banks because you know what? I think they're they're dropping the ball on Banks a little bit. The people they they want to see Banks as champion, so maybe you can't give him the belt right away, but you got to do something more with him. So I think he needs to win this one. And Andrews, well, I I just hope he doesn't get a hold of a microphone. <laughs> Well, I think it's going to be Kevin Bennett, and I, I hope anyway. I like Banks, too. I really like both those guys. They're, really, they're both very entertaining. Banks is super athletic. Kevin Bennett just is like a good heel. But I hope he – I hope it's him out of those two because that's who I think it's going to be out of those two. But I really want it to be Tyler Turva, and he's awesome. He's from London. He's uh, – he's, I don't know. He's awesome, but I don't, he's, I don't think he stands a chance just like Dylan Andrews. So I think Kevin Bennett, I want Tyler Turva. And Nathan? Yeah, the six-man, it's tough to say, but, you know, ah, man, I don't know. I mean, I like uh, I like Dylan Andrews a lot. Who, what's the big guy's name? John Greed. Yeah, I like John Greed, too. Uh, but uh, ah, I don't know. It would be, I'm going to have to go John Greed. I don't know. I'll give him the push. Uh, the other guys, like they're all they're all talented, but uh, um, I mean Dylan Andrews, I would say is great, but I'd obviously you know I don't see him winning unless he cheats. You know, it could be an upset. Um, but uh, yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know Brent Banks. He's been doing some good stuff, but I guess ultimately I, I'm just going to go with John Greed on this one, just because uh, got that big man sort of beasty look to him that uh, seems uh, realistic enough. I feel like down the road you, there's more potential for Kevin Bennett's crew, muscle and, and big tank there. I get to, to have some sort of rivalry with that monster guy and his group of people that he's got. Just seems like there could be that shot. You know what I mean? Two little small mini factions yeah. fighting one another. 
Yeah, so. potential. Yeah, I, I'm tossed on that one, this much too because it's going to be uh, quite the uh, high flying, regardless of who's actually doing it. Because as we know, uh, John Greed can go over the top rope and do uh, some interesting plancha uh, action, especially for a man his size. Um, I think I'm going to agree with uh, Jonesy and go with uh, Banks just because of the uh, result being against Sutter and uh, Frankie TM. So, yeah, my pick is Banks. But that brings us, I guess, to that uh, main event. Whoever you uh, select, along with uh, Brent Banks and uh, – or sorry, uh, Braxton Sutter and Frankie TM, who's coming out between those three. Jonesy? Oh. I don't know. I don't. Uh... No, I don't really want to talk about that match. <laughs> okay, I don't that. care. For the no, you know what? I don't care who wins that match. I think it'll be a good match. So I kind of I think I'd have to agree with Jonesy on that one. Although I'm a Braxton Sutter fan with the well-oiled machines. I'm not familiar with the Beast King. And I don't know who their uh, third guy is, so it would be interesting if it's a, you know, in this uh, championship match, if this third uh, mystery uh, rival is, uh, you know, I don't know somebody. So I'm I'm excited to see, but I don't really have a preference as to who wins. Like, I would assume that they'll be giving it to East King. Uh, I. Don't know why yeah, that'd be my assumption too that uh, the champ will walk out with the title. Yeah, Gord, uh, I'm gonna take so it's so the winner of the six way that, that you just said is inserted in that match, correct? That's where and what I see. So I'm just gonna ride Kevin Bennett all the way to the end. Kevin Bennett walks out of the music hall as his new champ. Okay, interesting. Uh, also on the card is Scotty O'Shea versus Tarek. Your thoughts? Oh man, super good. Both guys are super awesome to watch. I love both those guys. Scotty O'Shea, I, I never really cared for until we went to the one at the uh, Comic Con there in the summer, and my 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 one daughter was with me, and she just loved him. And I don't know now he's just kind of I just like him now because of that, I guess. And Tarek, man, you can put that guy in the ring with anybody, and it's good. It doesn't matter who he's kind of like Dolph Ziggler in that sense. He's just a wrestler's wrestler. You know what I mean? That's gonna be a fun match to watch. I agree. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I. I like uh, Scotty O'Shea. Is very good at uh, sort of telling a, a story in the ring while he wrestles. You know, like he's got a really good uh, uh, face for uh, emotion, and certainly uh, when him and uh, you know when he took uh, what's his name under his wing there. Uh, Kevin Blackwood, I think, um, you know, and that whole, just, just, I, I like what, uh, what Scotty O'Shea does. And I also agree. Tarek is a, he's a great wrestler. So, um, not sure who will go over. I'd be fine with either of them going over. I would assume Tarek is one who will, who will get the push, but, uh, it'll probably, it'll be a great match to watch regardless. Well, Scotty wins, he's going to win in some sort of weird way where he illegal object or something. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, the keyboard gets the win. Yeah. Jonesy. 
Uh, you know what? I think Raven is, will win this match. Um, oh, wait, sorry, Scotty O'Shea. Um, you know what? I do like Scotty O'Shea. Uh, he, and I, and I say the Raven thing because similar, uh, different, but good on a mic. He's good on a microphone. I seen him do an interview a couple weeks ago, uh, and he, he owned that interview. The two people from Smash that were interviewing him put me to sleep, but he, fantastic. So, uh, cool, as, yeah, far, I, as far as Tarek, I, you know what? Tarek, to me, they haven't let him shine yet, and at least not in London. I, I, I could care less when the guy comes down the ring, but you can tell he's a good wrestler, but there's nothing there's nothing interesting about him. So I'm going with Scotty O'Shea and his kinda scuba suit. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna go opposite with you, uh, Jonesy, and uh, pick Tarek on this one. Uh he's just been one of the uh leaders of the uh, the current generation of Smash Wrestling and one of the guys I think I've seen on Facebook, he's been listed as one of the pillars of uh, Smash Wrestling. So I'm going to go with him. That brings us to our next match, Sebastian Suave against Daniel Garcia, the up-and-comer. Anyone have thoughts? Well, I think Daniel Garcia is like super crazy good wrestler. He's awesome to watch too. Like he's kind of like in that same boat as Tarek. He's, even though he's much younger and much less experienced he's just super crazy good and sebastian suave man that guy just gets under your skin but it's awesome in a way you know what i mean like i don't know he he makes me hate him so much but yet i want to buy his t-shirt but yet i don't you know what i mean uh, I, I can't explain it but i think daniel i think he'll help daniel garcia go over on this one yeah. um you know what the uh, daniel sorry uh <laughs> Daniel Garcia and Blackwood at Fanshawe put on one hell of a match. It was the best match of the night. Uh, this Garcia guy apparently hasn't been wrestling for more than a year or two. Yeah, he's just brand new out of uh, Buffalo, and I think he's still like 19 years old. May have just turned 20. He he is he's already phenomenal as far as a guy that has been around that a lot, and he. Again, I I like I like to just see him go against Blackwood again. Uh, um, so I, I expect this match will be good. I've, uh, I've definitely uh, enjoyed watching Daniel Garcia, um, as well as uh, Sebastian Suave, the endorsement. Uh, so um, I'd like to see Daniel go over. Uh, just uh, from you know. Yeah, I agree. He's he's there's just uh, I mean he's got the young look, but he also has uh, and I mean he's gonna need to get bigger. He you know such a young guy still, so he's got a lot of time to develop and to 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 get the get his craft down right. But I really like watching him from what I've seen. I really like the uh, his attitude, and uh, and I think that also Sebastian Swab. Is a, is a good uh, fit, you know. It'll be a good match. 
Yeah, for myself, I'm going to go with uh, the opposite and again and go with uh, Sebastian Suave. I think just the intense beating that Daniel Garcia can accept and take will help him win over the crowd. Not that he needs to anyways, because from what we've all seen, he is able to take a beating like a Dolph Ziggler and dish it out at the same time. I'm picking Suave because if he has uh, Anthony Kingdom James by his side, that's good. Uncle Phil. <laughs> yes, good old Uncle Phil. I think he's going to be, unfortunately, the downfall of uh, Garcia, even though everybody will want Garcia to win. And it makes the fans want to see more of him come back the next time. True. Yeah. So we have two more matches left on the uh, show. Uh, it's going to be a triple threat with uh, Jody Threat and Vanessa Craven, uh, also and Shotzi Blackheart, who's being presented by uh, the Scumbags of Wrestling podcast. And uh, she's part of Shockstock this uh, weekend as well. And so they're in a three-way together. Who do we have? Uh, Jonesy? Um... I would, I would, I'm, 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 I'm going to, of course, be rooting for the, 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 the new girl in Canada, man. Uh, as far as entering the wrestling ring, uh, I hope uh, uh, Blackheart wins. Okay, uh, Nathan. Well, I mean, there's a bit of the personal uh, history between uh, Shotzi and myself, as well as uh, maybe one or two other people. It's hard to say. Uh, if I can put, uh, uh, you know, the personal beefs aside, I would uh, consider uh, rooting for Shotzi Blackheart. Um, but uh, that's going to be a time. I've really got to decide. It'll be tough. We'll see how the weekend goes. And uh, if, uh, if, if myself or uh, Jake do not become victims of any violence or uh, unwarranted attacks or, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 receivers of any aggression, then uh, I I would love to see Shotzi Blackheart win. But, um, you know, it's quite possible that uh, if there is any violence, Jake and I might need to uh, maybe even involve ourselves in the match to ensure that she, she doesn't win. And Gordon? Well, you, you, you know what? I I think that you guys are in trouble this weekend. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead, Gordon. Well, Jake already took a table a couple of years ago from Shotzi. <laughs> Gord, what's your pick? Uh, I don't really know anything about either any of these three. So, so I other than the Jody threat, I think. Uh, she was at Fanshawe there, and she just makes me think of Avril Lavigne. And um, other than that, I don't know anything about them, so I'm going to go with Vanessa Craven because I saw her on TV, and she seems to be like the dominant female thing they got going on right now. So yeah, and she was the her. one who cost uh, Tyson actually his uh, title to uh, the Beastmaster. Well, she's part of the Beastmasters group too, so I think you know what. Since they're at the top of the chain right now, they're, they're the main focus of Smash. So she's got to she'll she'll hold on to it, I think. 
Maybe, who knows, maybe she beats up these two girls and and then somebody runs in. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of my thought, too. Like, I'm, I'm torn. I think Vanessa Craven is getting uh, quite the reputation in Smash since, as I said, she did uh, beat or help uh, Tyson lose the title. And anything's possible with uh, that faction hanging around. But... I got to uh, go with Shotzi since we are uh, part of the reason why she's going to be around. Uh, but I think it's going to be a good match. And uh, with the experience and- of Vanessa Craven and Shotzi Blackheart, I think Jody Threat is going to get uh, some good education, even if it is on the uh, losing end of uh, things. Your N- Nathan, like, Nathan, like, is – are you worried about this weekend? Like, is this why Jake isn't on the podcast? Is he that worried? What, what could happen? I think that, uh, you know, uh, in Jake's, in Jake's uh, situation, you know, if you don't say anything, you can't get in trouble for what you said, right? Better to say nothing at all than to get yourself uh, into trouble. Uh, that could very well be why Jake's not uh, with us tonight. Um, I myself am not, I wouldn't say I'm worried about this uh, shock stock weekend, but I could say that uh, I am anticipating the return of Shotzi Blackheart. And I've, uh, I've been uh, um, conditioning my body just in case anything <laughs> might happen. Yeah, she chopped uh, you a lot the last time you two met up. That uh, brings us to our other match and final match of the uh, night. It's going to be Tyson Dukes and Cody Deaner teaming up against the Super Smash Brothers. On their last trip here to London, uh, both Dukes and uh, Deaner had uh, run-ins individually with the Smash Brothers, and uh, now they're going to be teaming up together to go against the Super Smash Brothers. So do you guys have? And, yeah, go from there. I can move. Court. Uh I think uh Dukes and Diener will win because they're like the hometown favorites and the, you know get the crowd going and stand around afterwards and cheer and drink beer and whatever else. But I don't yeah, I don't I think that's just more of a, a show match for fun to get the you know crowd excited and anticipated and I don't think I don't know if there's a lot of a rivalry to that afterwards, I don't think. I don't know. I I just think it's just a hometown match really. Everyone gets up on their feet for Diener. Everyone gets up on their feet for Duke. So, well, the Super Smash Brothers are part of uh, the group with the uh, Beast King, so it uh, might be involved with their uh, ongoing rivalry with Tyson Dukes. Yeah, well, the... yeah, I suppose. Oh, sorry, Gordon. You got more? No, no, it's, it's okay. Go ahead, Nathan. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I I would assume that Dukes and Diener will win, but I'm kind of for the Super Smash Brothers. Again, uh, I've mentioned it in a previous podcast, but uh, uh, seeing their work with uh, the uh, young bots from a few years ago in Toronto is just, uh, you know, I think really outlined, really showcased, uh, you know, their ability in the ring. Uh, and so I'm excited for them, uh, you know, get at each other. But I, I, I would love to see the Super Smash if, if I can jump in for a second, for a uh, going forward standpoint, if that's a storyline they're going to go with, it would kind of make sense to have like 
Super Smash Brothers win in some dominant fashion. Frankie wins and walks out with the belt. Vanessa Craven dominates the two women. And then this faction that they're going with kind of stands strong here in London. You know what I mean? They, they beat everyone in their respective matches, and they're just like this force to be reckoned with. Yeah, especially if that's the taping for uh, Fight Network, it'll help uh, promote that. Jonesy? Uh, you know what? I, uh, I'm i glad that the Smash Brothers are actually going to be teaming up in London. I haven't seen them team up before. At least not that I can remember. Uh, I hope it's a good match because those two guys are phenomenal on their own and, and to be together in a tag team uh, – I hope it's just as entertaining. Uh, I hope they beat the living crap out of uh, Dukes and Diener. And uh, I think, I think, no, I think you might be seeing something. Uh, Dukes and Diener, I know they've had some issues in the past, and this this could be, this could be it. Could be. The London Towers explode. <laughs> So that there is our uh, card for uh, this Sunday with uh, Smash Wrestling coming to the London Music Hall. And uh, if by chance you're not uh, going with that, I know a couple of our uh, group members are going to go to uh, Mississauga for some Destiny Wrestling and their Icons uh, show. And the main event there is Pete Dunn against Marty Skrull. And you got uh, Mustache Mountain against Josh Alexander. And... Uh, Sammy Callahan. So, either way, whether you're joining not, us here in London. Sorry, I did not know that uh, Mustache um, uh, was still wow. wrestling. Wow. Yeah, the other two guys out of uh, England. Oh, neat. Trent Seven and... Uh... Oh, man. I think I got to get down the road one of these days to one of these Destiny shows. They seem to always have a good card. Yeah, we got uh, Jay Watt uh, going there, and, and he hopefully will uh, bring back some uh, photos and information of what all happened uh, there. Nice. Hmm. Okay, so that ends our segment in Smash. So let's move on to this weekend. On Friday, the, the WWE is presenting the greatest Royal Rumble ever uh, from Saudi Arabia. Now, if you have the WWE Network, you can uh, go to the pre-show at 11 o'clock in the morning on Friday, and then right at noon, and it's booked for like five hours on the network, um, there's the uh, full show going to be happening from Saudi Arabia. There's like 10 matches on the card. What was that? It's going to be a five-hour show. It's going to be a five-hour show plus a one-hour pre-show ahead of time. Wow. And that match, or in that card, there is ten matches, including seven title matches, a match between John Cena and Triple H, a casket match of Undertaker and Rusev, and the 50-man battle royal. So we'll quickly break down the card and just – Want to throw out who you're uh, picking as your winner? We'll go from there. So for the SmackDown uh, Tag Team titles, the Bludgeon Brothers are defending against the Usos. Bludgeon Brothers, 100% always, all day, every day. Gord? Uh, Bludgeon Brothers. Jonesy? 
Let's make it a three hit. Boink. Yeah, I think all four of us are going with Bludgeon Brothers. The Raw Tag Team titles, they're currently vacant thanks to Strowman and Nicholas uh, dropping the belts with Nicholas having to attend school. Uh, so the bar is getting another shot at the titles, even though they moved over to SmackDown. And that's Cesaro and Sheamus challenging Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Uh, we'll see uh, Hardy and Wyatt win. Yeah, I think I think I agree with that. Oh, God, I hope not. The and then that feud carries on for way too long. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with uh, the Woken Warriors uh, winning. Since, as I said, yeah, uh, the bar moving over to SmackDown. There's no need for them to win the titles from Raw. Uh, the IC title match. Is being done in a ladder match with Seth defending against Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and The Miz. Uh, the Miz takes it back. Jonesy? I don't think it'll be a title change. Gord? Seth Rollins, I think, wins it. Yeah, um, if there is a title change, I'd go with Finn Balor. But, yeah, I think Seth retains as well. U.S. title. Jeff Hardy defends against Jinder Mahal. Once again, it's a Raw versus SmackDown match. Well, I mean, I guess it's going to go to Jinder because of the why he's, he's Canadian. Saudi Arabian, but you know, uh, yeah, I think Jinder will win it. Okay, somehow we just lost Gord. Hopefully, he'll join us again. Jonesy? Definitely Jinder Mahal. Uh, if he doesn't win, there'll be a riot. That's all. Yeah, that'll be the interesting one, actually, with uh, the Ron SmackDown uh, minor card. Hey, titles being defended, there's a chance that Miz does take it and brings it to uh, SmackDown and Jinder wins uh, in front of everybody and brings the U.S. title to Raw, but I think Jeff is going to uh, retain, actually. There's the world title match, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I think they'll let, I think they'll let Shinsuke have it, but he won't have it long. I really don't know. I don't, uh, you know what, like, so disappointed with what happened with their match at WrestleMania. I'm kind of, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I like both of them equally, so it doesn't really matter to me who wins, but it would be cool to see Shinsuke pull off another sort of heel turn, even though the, the audience likes it, you know, like, uh, it would be good to see him win but uh, I'd be fine with either of them winning. Yeah, I think uh, the chase for Shinsuke is still going to continue with him doing his heel run, and AJ will uh, retain. And that brings us to the Universal Pedal and Steel Cage match. (laughs) With uh, Brock defending against Roman. 
Well, apparently Roman's really big in the middle Middle East, eh? So uh, if they wanted to have a pay per view where a few people actually cheer for him and it's picked up by the uh, microphones for decent audio, uh, this might be the uh, pay per view they give him the belt. Uh, but I don't care either. Uh, I, I mean, Brock Lesnar is still a, a big monster and fun to watch crush people, but I, I don't care who wins. So I guess I'll say like my prediction would be Roman Reigns wins it, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it's another ridiculous, you know, meaningless squash from Brock Lesnar as well. Jonesy. Um. Yeah, you know what? I I I I don't think he'd. I don't think Roman would win it there. What would make sense of him winning it there? If they want to put him over, well, unless they turn him bad, because he could he could win there and then be like, you know, you Americans didn't support me and I had to go over there to win it and eh. and I cry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, really, I don't. That's what I don't care who who really wins, um, as long as Roman doesn't win. <laughs> I think Roman's going to win. Uh, Gord has rejoined us, Roman. and we're talking about the uh, cage. How much Roman sucks? <laughs> Brock and versus Roman. Roman, woo! Hope Roman wins. And, I hope Brock's never seen again. So Roman, 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 more Roman. Cool. And we missed uh, you and your prediction possibly for the AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura rematch. Uh, that can go either way. Uh, AJ wins, I think. Uh, the Cruiserweight title is going to be on the line with Cedric defending against an unknown opponent, which could uh, just be somebody from uh, Saudi Arabia. Hmm. Anybody's pick? Uh, well, it depends if it's from if it's a guy from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> but I don't know if it's just someone else, like anyone on the cruiser, anyone, including Brian Kendrick or anything, then Cedric wins. Okay, Nathan. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, uh, Cedric Alexander again, and Jonesy. I say Chris Gioco comes down and kicks him ass. Well, that does bring us to, I think, uh, Cedric will possibly uh, retain because we don't know who the other person is. But speaking of uh, Chris Jericho, he was at one point announced to be in the casket match against Undertaker, and now it's back to being Rusev. Who do we have? <laughs> Undertaker will win, probably. But uh, I want to see. I I would love to see Rusev completely destroy the Undertaker and have a really happy Rusev day. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I think Undertaker wins because it's just on the spec of big giant venue in Saudi Arabia, and now him coming down, it will just be a big spectacle match for him. I am getting to the point where if they don't stop with this Undertaker stuff, I also am going to be on the side of I want somebody to just completely obliterate the Undertaker so he's never seen again. I don't really want to be that guy. I want to have this memory of the Undertaker, but 
go away now, please. Yeah, he's kind of tarnishing his uh, <laughs> legacy, almost uh, basically like a Foley or uh, Funk yes, going on. Right off into the sunset, please. Jonesy? Well, you know what? I I I do wish The Undertaker would, re- would retire, but in the same, wouldn't it be kind of fun for him? You know, he played all these different types of Undertaker <laughs> Well, now he's the old guy. He just shows up. He mumbles some stuff. You know, no one cares if he wins or loses. We're happy to see him come out. Yeah, Undertaker. You know know what? I hope John Zena comes out with the shovel and clocks him upside the head. (laughs) Really? Because that would that would then set set the stage for either SummerSlam or I would think would be next year's ow, next year's um, uh, WrestleMania. Well, I think Undertaker will win since it's the uh, big show uh, in Saudi Arabia that they're being paid to go and do, and it is his own casket match. However, I guess the big question is, which is longer, his entrance or this match against the uh, time that he took out Cena, which goes longer. It'll only be, it's going to be a longer match than Cena at WrestleMania. The only way it's going to be a short match is if Rusev actually like destroys him, but Undertaker is not going to be able to squash Rusev at all. Zero. So you're looking at at least a 10, 15 minute match. Uh, Probably no spots, probably just a classic, you know, beat down. Um, and, uh, and, uh, with the, you know, or hopefully, uh, you know, the camel, whatever, camel clutch thing. The accolade? The accolade, yeah. See, I think the opposite. I think it's going to be a very long entrance again, light spectacle, all that kind of stuff. And a very short match. Quickly toss him into the casket, close the lid, and done. Gorge. You know what? I I think what we have here is we're going to have to wait until we see what kind of casket brought down. If it's one of those ones that can have an extra body or two in the bottom, okay, then then I think what's going to happen is that casket's going to open up one time and freaking Sergeant Slaughter's going to come out and put the camel clutch in fucking Rusev, and that's it, man. <laughs> oh, Jonesy. Oh, I hey, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if Jonesy <laughs> that casket, man. We also have John Cena versus Triple H. Huh. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Like you know what you know what I I Triple H can still wrestle and so can Zena. They're they're both entertaining, but you know what we don't care about them anymore. Well, why why? But the Saudi Arabia people are going why? Okay, so then what's Triple H? Do we end up getting? Do we get evil authority figure Triple H, or do we get? Hi, I'm Triple H, and I gave you NXT and all the fun stuff that you love in wrestling now. We're going to get the game, Triple H. Yeah, I think you're going to see a more fun game, Triple H. Family Man, Uh, Triple H. Yes, Family Man, Triple H. I think we get Cerebral Assassin, Triple H. Like the old, like, mean, because John Cena is the good guy in this match. 
I agree with Gord. I was going to say the cerebral assassin will unleash his uh, assassination of John Cena. I hope John John Cena is going to lose because... um, Because he dumped Nikki Bella? Not only that, but because of the WrestleMania squash, like they're going to have beatdowns of John Cena over the next little while to... uh, to really, but like you, they could be moving towards a heel turn. Nikki Bella breaking up with him. He got friggin' annihilated at WrestleMania. He's probably going to get a sledgehammer to the face or gut in this match. And they're going to, they're probably pushing for a slowly, uh, uh, crazy heel turn or something in time for WrestleMania next year, you know, or something like that. I don't think this pay per view has anything to do with any pushes or anything at all. I think it's just spectacle for Saudi Arabia and a big giant venue. I don't know. I don't know my history on Saudi Arabia and WWE. How many times have they been there before, if ever? Uh, they've probably been there a couple times, but nothing on this line. I, I'm pretty sure uh, Vince is getting paid some big bucks to bring in everybody, and that's why it's the card that we're getting on Friday. And then there was yeah. enough pressure by the fans that uh, heard all about it that they finally gave in and put it on the network because I think originally we weren't supposed to even get it on the network. Well, I, it looks to me like it's just it's just purely for Saudi Arabia, a big giant spectacle. If you think about it, like a 50-man Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah, an exhibition show. You know, the Undertaker come back. John Cena versus Triple H, like two huge guys. Like everybody on the whole roster basically on the card. Like it's just – all for Saudi Arabia to take it all in a casket match, all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, a ladder match, cage match. It, it's almost WrestleMania the sequel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just without all the women because of uh, their loss. <laughs> so then, I guess the other question is, who wins the fifty-man battle royal? Well, do we know all fifty entrants? Uh, no, but there's pretty much everybody that has a penis on the uh, roster, and there's probably going to be a couple of the tryout guys that, because uh, they got eight guys that uh, got extra training this week. Are, are all those are all those guys like John Cena and Triple H and stuff all in the Rumble as well? Have not heard. I'm going to assume maybe no. So it'll be a lot of Mig Carters, and then your Dan O'Briens and your Dolph Ziggler's and. Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Do you do you think we'll have any surprise entrance? I'm like hoping, <laughs> no, I'm I'm hoping for an iron cheek uh, victory. <laughs> I think that would be uh, perfect for uh, the location. But I I don't know what but like what's what's the what does the winner get? Nothing, you know, like just uh Bragging rights for the greatest Royal Rumble win. I don't know. Maybe some. Uh, so it would be nice. Curious looking trophy. Yeah, yeah. It's a Dolph. I would like to see Dolph Ziggler win. And 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 why do they call this the greatest Rumble match of all time? Like, did they forget the one that had the Killer Kongs in it and the the well, squashing? I mean, that's the best Rumble. I don't know, but this one has 50, and that's why they're tagging at that. Like, 50. That's, that's crazy. And I, do, we know, do we know how many seconds in between each guy? 
Uh, no, but I'm betting uh, we're probably going to be down to like 60 seconds to 90 at most, so it doesn't go too too long. So they could have they could have rapid fire um, uh, spot where it's like multi guy, <laughs> five guys come running down to it. Yeah. The winner of the Royal Rumble is going to be whoever I don't know who. So a quick Google search: whoever's the most over wrestler in Saudi Arabia right now. That's the winner. That's my pick. And like whoever the fans love the most, maybe John Cena, whatever. That's the winner, or Daniel Bryan. So you're going and, and, or Daniel Bryan? <laughs> Those are my two picks right there. Yeah, I, I think. I think myself, I'm picking Daniel Bryan just because of how over he is. And, uh, you know, why not send the Saudi Arabia fans home uh, doing a yes chant? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Whoever has the most – I don't know. Obviously, Saudi Arabia has an interest in wrestling. I mean, whoever – whatever they're watching, however they're getting it, whoever they like the most, maybe they – John Cena movement or the yes movement, whatever they like the most, that's going to win. I forgot the great colleague's going to be in it. Oh, he might win too. <laughs> he can still walk. Yeah, he might wobble down to the ring with a cane. Maybe Vince McMahon will be in it. <laughs> Win his own show, his own greatest Royal Rumble. Suckers. 72 year old uh, <laughs> Rumble winner. He's done it. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. Sure. Rumble. Maybe, maybe Chris Jericho will win it. That's why he's not fighting the Undertaker anymore. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He's been in and out of that uh, lineup, so anything's possible. Hey, maybe Shawn Michaels will enter number one and win. Yep. Yeah. I'm last in 50. <laughs> or his hair his hair is hanging, a ladder match to get his hair back. I think that the winner of this should get the number 30 spot in the next Royal Rumble in January. That's a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, there has been something online, but it doesn't look like it. It's once again just a exhibition for WWE in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, hmm. Roman Reigns is going to win it. <laughs> Very much, hey, Roman. I think I have five winners now. <laughs> okay, hey, it's a ten percent chance that you'll get something right then. Ten percent chance it rains. He's just doing the Bobby the Brain or uh, Jerry Lawler uh, pick. Oh no, no, I didn't mean that guy. I meant that guy. Yeah. Well, guys, that was awesome. Let's see how this uh, loads up with the uh, first recording, and then we'll uh, see about future recordings. Hopefully, on a more regular basis, it could end up being just after a Raw, after a SmackDown. And that way we're a little more timely than what we had been before. So I want to thank you, and uh, three, for coming out and uh, being a part of this test run. Thanks a lot, Sean. It was a good time, brother. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime. I'll see y'all this weekend. Exactly. Gord, are you going to be at the shot stop? I am not, I don't believe. I'm okay, definitely going to be at the Smash show. But Nice. I don't even... Nice. You can actually miss Shotzi Blackheart singing karaoke. Well, I didn't really. I was in the scumbags. I really didn't know much about the shock stock. I've seen a few posts here and there, but I don't really know much about it. So 
And that whole it seems like that whole thing isn't really up my alley. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> That's cool. I don't know. Duker gives good hugs on that uh, karaoke night. Yeah, well, he's probably I... just he's just trying to build a faction so he doesn't get beat up by the girl. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much it. I need my defense. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, guys, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Right on. Thank you. Yep. Ciao. Bye. I want to thank everybody that joined us today with Nathan, Gordon, and Jonesy. We'll be back again soon, hopefully on a regular basis with more timely information as it occurs. Join us this Sunday at Smash Wrestling with the No More Mr. Nice Guy at the Music Hall. If you don't have tickets for the No More Mr. Nice Guy event, you can always go to smash-wrestling.com and see how you can get uh, tickets starting at $20. You won't want to miss this event. <laughs> the card looks stacked from top to bottom with Scotty O'Shea taking on Tarek, Sebastian Suave against Daniel Garcia, Tyson Dukes and Cody Beaner versus the Super Smash Brothers, Jody Threat versus Vanessa Craven versus Shotzi Blackheart, and Braxton Sutter versus the Beast King versus an unknown opponent will be decided in a six-man elimination match consisting of Brent Banks, John Greed, Tyler Turba, Dylan Andrews, Kevin Bennett, and Kevin Blackwood. It's sure to be an awesome night, and you can also see the joining, or at least the truce, and bearing of the hatchet between the wrestling nerds and the scumbags of wrestling, where Trevor and I We'll do the two sweets and sign and seal it with a photo. Until next time, remember, we are scumbags.